2: This is Paul Simpson, manager at Carlisle United, and you're listening to the Blue Army Podcast. My name is Jamie Devitt. My name is Maddie Robson. My name is Chris Phillips.
3: My name is Paul Armisen. My name is Mark
0: Boyd. Hello. My name is Derek
2: Cumm. My name's Toby show Silva. My name's Greg Abbott, and you're listening to the Blue Army Podcast. Enjoy.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Are you all right, Will? All right.
2: Oh, hello,
3: Liam. Hello.
1: Oh yeah, oh Liam's back up in the attic we'll ask you about this in a minute mate we're going to have to ask you about all this in a minute nice to see you Max as well Um, Uh, How are you doing, you Very good, very good Uh, obviously you know we we were going to record a little bit earlier on in the day but uh, Liam you were rushed to uh, A&E I don't know if it's like an ongoing situation from why you were downstairs (laughs) last week when you recorded the podcast but you've made it into the attic this week you're in your usual recording space what's going on with you man?
3: Well, I rush to a and e is maybe a bit of an exaggeration, but um, yeah. Look, I I just I I knackered my knee, um, not last Saturday but the Saturday before, and I was just a little bit worried that it had. um, Well, I couldn't get into the loft. Pretty much was the thing because it it wouldn't bend. Um, I managed to get in this week. I was just scared it set wrong, um, and that it had got in in wrong. So I, I went. I went to get an X ray done today. It's all fine though. So I'm still. Well, not not kicking, but you know.
1: You're surviving, stumbling around. Yeah, you're surviving. You're surviving, and that's what we are. You know, we're survivors, and that's what we need to be. You know, Carlisle United supporters, especially the way the team's doing <laughs> at the moment. Um, but no, you know, uh, things have been going well for me this week as well. Uh, some people know that I do some work with Target Wrestling. We've just been approved for YouTube membership, so if, if you're also a fan of wrestling, you can now get involved by becoming a YouTube member. I'll uh, I'll talk about more of those exciting developments in the very near future. Before we move on, I'm. Just Going to make sure. Will, can you hear us?
2: I can hear you. Yeah, I'm just having issues with my camera as usual.
1: No worries, man. No worries. Well, while you're having issues with your camera, um, let me uh, let me let me crack on with the show, mate. Let me uh, let me do the proper introductions. Oh, oh, three barons, How's it going? And welcome back to the Blue Army Podcast. This is UFK. Episode 137, and I am absolutely buzzing to be joined by the three men that I love to call the Cumbrian Brain Trust. That's right, I'm talking about Max, Liam, and Wills. Welcome back, lads. Ah, Thank you hello. very much for joining us. <laughs> Good. Good evening. I do always appreciate your time. I really do. You know, it's special uh, to be able to get all three of us together on a Blue Army podcast episode. Now, obviously, there isn't a lot of football to talk about, so I've got a little bit of a surprise for you, but uh, we'll get on with proceedings. We'll get on with proceedings. And uh, as we always do at this time of the show, we've got traditions around here, and that can mean it's time for one thing and one thing only. That's right. It's time for the Blue Army podcast. Joke of the
2: Week is... A
1: laugh. I think he's turned into It's the Blue Army Joke of the Week. Get in, boys. Here we go. <laughs> I almost felt like one of us was going to take over proceedings this week, but that might happen, you know, in, in another week. Will, you forgot your joke, but I've got one for us. I've got one for us. What is the difference between Dubai and Abu Dhabi? Gone. No idea. I, <laughs> I think I've,
2: I've Yeah, yeah. I think. I, I think. I'm, I think. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, in Dubai, they don't like the Flintstones. <laughs> yeah. But Abu Dhabi do <laughs> <laughs> Was that what you think it was, Will?
2: Yeah, I couldn't remember, but yeah, that's. It's a a classic joke, that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I took that one anyway. We take that one, we take that one, and we move forward to the part of the show where we all get to find out what's been happening here? What's been happening there? In the League One Roundup with Liam and Wills. What have you got for us this week, lads?
2: I think well, we discussed a couple of things earlier in the week, so I think it's just basically that.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, do you want to start off? Um, yeah, I'm gonna start off with the Sam Cosgrove goal. Um, I don't know if you've all seen it. Uh Barnsley v. Wickham in in the last minute of the game, or just going into entry time with a score at nil-nil. Um the ball is at the feet of the Wickham goalkeeper, I think I think it's after a drop ball um of the referee stops play, and when he restarts play, he drops the ball at the feet of the Wickham keeper. And you know how keepers do that thing where they'll kind of hover over the ball and make the attacker chase them down
1: yeah.
2: before yeah. actually picking it up. So Keeper does this. Sam Cosgrove um, is the nearest striker for Barnsley. So he goes to close him down. Just as Cosgrove gets there, the keeper puts his hand on the ball, as keepers do. Uh, Cosgrove gives the keeper. It's the tiniest of little
0: nudges. Oh, yeah. It's I've not a
2: push. This. Yeah, it's not yeah. a push. It's It does he does touch him, but the keeper goes down like a sack of spuds and spills the ball. <laughs> But the the referee allows play on. Cosgrove gets the ball and scores, and there's unbelievable scenes as Wickham insists that the goal shouldn't have stood.
4: Yeah, I've seen that, and it was nowhere was it a foul.
2: No, no, it's like it does touch him, and I know goalkeepers do get that kind of like protection, but the way he goes down, no, he's, know, yeah, he deserves. He's, yeah. 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 yeah, I mean. he You know, he spills the ball deliberately. He's kind of like trying to buy a foul. And, you know, and and the referee here is Darren Drysdale. Um, There was some rumours that he'd been suspended by the FA pending something. But I don't think those rumours are true. Darren Drysdale remains a Football League referee. I don't know if you remember, he's the one who headbutted the player earlier in the season. So he, he, he Sometimes has... they
4: deserve it. Sometimes <laughs> they deserve it. He has
2: found himself in the centre of things before. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other thing that we've got, which I'll maybe pass over to Liam to do, is um, there's been another managerial casualty.
3: Well, you can cover that because I've got a managerial uh... Recruitment, so oh, I'll let I'll let you, you go with the, the uh. Overs. Yeah, I'll well, talk over. Well, you talk
2: about uh, Cambridge United have sacked their head coach Mark Bonner. Um, he's been there for four years. Got promotion with them up to this level. They stayed up last season. Um, this season they have they started okay. They've lost the last three games in a row and are currently on twenty points. Um, five points above Carlisle, four points above the relegation places. Um, Fleetwood below them have a game in hand as well. So they're on bad form and they've decided at this point in their second season in League Two uh, to get rid of the manager who got them into League Two. So um, I haven't had a chance to look and see if there's any rumours over who's going to take over. Um, Cambridge fans gutted about the sacking, um, those that have seen write about it have said that maybe it's the right time now because they need to stay up this season, but he's a local lad, got them promotion. So it's it's sad for them to see him go. He's done well for them, but they'll now be looking for a new manager.
3: Yeah, and one name that definitely won't be in the sort of reckoning for that job is... Uh, what a great transition, Taylor. lads. Is <laughs> um, Matt Taylor, who's taken over at Bristol Rovers, um, obviously getting promoted with Exeter not too long ago, has managed in the Championship recently with um, Rotherham, I think it was. And yeah, to be honest, it, Bristol Rovers have definitely taken their time in this sack, and it, it feels like ages ago we were talking about Joey Barton getting the sack, um, but they have finally replaced him. Um, and yeah, to be honest with you, I I think it's an excellent appointment. I think you know it, it, it's a bit of a crime that he's been out of work for as long as he has. Um you know I and you'd think maybe he possibly could have wanted to do a little bit better. Obviously he got relegated from the championship but with the promotion to League One on his CV and look and with the expectations of Rotherham not really being that they would have stayed up in the championship that season it was very much a job that um he was destined to fail in if 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 you get what I mean. Uh, I think I think he's an excellent manager at this level. Uh, he seems to have done League Two, then the Championship. So it'd be nice to, to have him go in middle in League One now. Um, not necessarily going to do
2: better there, then.
3: No, me- well, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe League Two is his cap, yeah. but, um, <laughs> but no, I, th- I, th- I think he's a good manager. I think, I think, and and Bristol Rovers fans seem to be excited about it. So I think, you know, they're they I, f- I think they'll just shoot up the table now. I think new manager bounce. Plus, I think overall they have just got a decent, good quality manager in. Um yeah and that takes us on to um some kind of shock results that um two league 1 clubs were knocked out of the uh FA cup this week two like you know big teams, were late and Orient were knocked out 1-0 um sorry i'm trying to find it and eastley there we go eastley knocked out Reading. and and that game is mm-hmm. the one that people will talk about the most um because of the the fan protest in the 16th minute um, there's rumors, you know, I say rumors, they're pretty much confirmed that once again, Reading haven't really been paying their staff and haven't really been playing their players the full wage package that they should have been playing. They're on the verge of more points being deducted, apparently. Um, and yeah, there was a protest, it was at Eastley, so I feel a little bit sorry for the Eastley uh groundsman That Um, <laughs> there's the, a few of the staff, them, weren't yeah, there? <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> the stewards buckets. Are being just with Booker's trying to put back in the flares and the uh, the tennis balls that were thrown at the pitch in the 16th minute and to be honest I, sky sports shame on you you knew the protest was going to happen and that's exactly was it sky sports it was anyways whoever put it on telly knew that protest was going to happen and decided to televise it because they knew that drama was going to happen um but i suppose on the, on the yeah. other hand it it gets more eyes on their protest i suppose doesn't it so um yeah, yeah.
2: i mean is it possible that i mean the protest may not have gone ahead on that particular day if it hadn't been for sky cameras being there.
3: Maybe. I, th- I thought it was a bit weird to have it an away, an away game, you know, because you're throwing things on another club's pitch and not just another club, but yeah. a, non- a non-league club's pitch. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, that always seems, that that seemed a bit cheeky. And normally those games do get picked for TV because, you know, they like to take the cameras to the non-league round. So I don't know if it's maybe that wouldn't, you know, the... Um, Protest was picked for that
3: much because it was going to be on telly Maybe, maybe I, I, I couldn't tell you to be honest. But uh, the other game that I couldn't remember was um yeah Leighton Orient Chesterfield Chesterfield knocked them out. Um so yeah two two um League One clubs they getting knocked out by national league opposition and you know Stockport County ran it close as well they om- almost got knocked out by Aldershot Town but that's been taken to a a replay with that finishing two two. Well, yeah, I think Will, unless you've got anything else, yeah. I think that's just um, about covers.
2: Now, the only other thing I saw in the news was Bantley CEO is leaving the club, but that's just managerial switcheroos.
1: Yeah. All right, boys. Well, thank you very much because we all got to find out what's been happening here. What's been happening there in the League One roundup? with Wills and Liam. Get in, lads. And if you can't get enough of my singing, don't forget you can come to see you next Tuesday. Uh, (laughs) At Bar 32 every single Tuesday. And uh, we'll see what's happening, uh, obviously, Christmas week. But uh, yeah, don't forget to come down to uh, see you next Tuesday and enjoy some live music and indie jukebox. So we're going to move on. And uh, Max, I have to apologise because you know I've just done an advert right in front of your segment. And uh, I have to apologise because it's the one Time, I just couldn't think of a rhyme. It's Max's million pound. I do,
4: yeah. So, the, um, when I put the um kind of the post out to try and get people to send in their, send in their ideas, there was I was inundated with um, a plethora, uh, oh, let's wow. just say. So, um, Big words. yeah. I've got loads to pick from. Basically, I didn't know which one to pick, so. Uh, if you're listening and you've um, commented, then um, you know you might have to wait a couple of weeks to hear your one. But the one I'm going to pick today is the one with the most likes um, from Jake C U F C Metcalf. Um, so he's commented saying change the badge on the kit to embroidered instead of the sort instead of the sort of, <laughs> of, the sort of um, flat one that they have now. And someone's commented on that uh, DKH dot watches saying, "and uh, bring back the old Fox badge too, um, or at least have a retro range in the shop." And and Will's was laughing there, but as you as you three know, I've recently got two new tops right, and one of the first things I thought was, you know, I wish I wish the badge wasn't sort of put on with an iron. It looks like, yeah. Um, so. Whether it's a, a million pound idea or not, I'm not too sure. But um, yeah, I think I'd have to agree yeah. with Jerk. To be fair, and then Never the old me
3: more in my life, like on <laughs> it's <Yeah>. such <laughs> poor quality, and they just peel off, don't
1: they? Yeah, yeah That I'm scared to wash them. Really,
2: I'm sure. Like they wash if...
3: them inside out.
1: Yeah. yeah. I'm sure like yeah, there'll play. be a service somewhere where they'll like they'll literally just like, you know, they won't remove the badge but they'll at least stitch it in for you for like a tenor or something. Like you could be able to go and pick it up and drop it off within an hour or something at one of these tailors somewhere. They'd do it for yeah. you. You'd find somewhere <laughs> that could do it. Yeah. Probably it's that extra tenor in it for the for the show. <laughs> <laughs> that extra inconvenience.
4: And that whole that whole issue with the um the badge and stuff that we I think we've talked about that before. Um people want the old badge back. Um I think it I'll would look, look like smart to be fair. The one but... with the
2: fox with the um castle above it or the one yeah. With the, the either that one. or just the fox no, with the thing. The jump of the roof. fox,
3: I think, is uh, <laughs> yeah, I I think, think the the yeah. one people mean, yeah. Well, you look at like um,
1: the, the Ian Wright Arsenal shirt. I don't know if you've seen that one—the one they brought out for like oh. Ian Wright that they're using as like a training top at the moment. Like, there's definitely, there's definitely, you know, options. There's definitely things out there, and there's definitely a lot of things happening. So, I mean, you know, we could always do a, a Peter Murphy shirt Peter or Simo <laughs> <laughs> yeah. shirt. You know, there's all kinds of stuff they could come up with um, that they could do that would look cool. Because I, I trust them now to make a like cool looking merchandise. Because a lot of it's starting to look a lot yeah. better than what it was a year ago. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And something I was going to touch on in the news is sort of like the instant improvements that the Pataics are, are making towards things they can literally, you know, have an influence on the next week to improve customer service. Because we've seen a lot of it in the in the ticket sales this yeah. week, which I'll go and talk about in the news. But, you know, this is something, again, that they can they can really like get the teeth into and really sort of like be able to fix in a quick, in a quick amount of time, hopefully. Well, at least in time for the next shirts to come out.
4: Yeah, and that sort of touches yeah. on a lot of the other comments I've got, which is sort of related to that. You can link it into that customer service thing because um, obviously it's an issue, and um, I'm sure I'm sure you a lot have seen it when you go to the games, and I, I definitely have. Um, so yeah, hopefully that improves. But um, yeah, like I say, if you've if you've commented in the last few days, and um, yeah, just um, wait for your comment to be said on the next couple couple of episodes because I've I've really got quite a few. So
1: all right, well, we'll I'll only say.
4: About I'll that one today.
1: That's it. I mean, we were talking about it almost like circling the drain last week and like almost running out of ideas. <laughs> we thought of an idea that we might do sort of like a football manager play along uh, series or something like that. It'd be fun if like two or three of us maybe get involved yeah. in that one. Um, But yeah, we'll bring that in um over Christmas. Maybe like we'll introduce it. Maybe when we're a bit drunk on the Christmas episode, <laughs> <to> <laughs> sort of like compare notes about how we got on on football manager. That might be quite fun to do on the Christmas episode. That'll be coming up in just a couple of weeks time. Um, But no, Max, Thanks very much for that. Thanks very much to everybody sending in Always. your ideas. Keep sending in your ideas for uh, Max's million-pound idea as well, uh, because, you know, it will feature eventually, I'm sure, um, unless you're going to go on about, like, the toilets in the Warwick. But we should talk about the toilets <laughs> in no, no, the Warwick. No, no, no. We should talk about the toilets and the Warwick. They've been painted. Have you seen the photos? I haven't seen the oh, no. photos yet. No. no I mean, they're who, who's, hit...
3: who? What are they going to do with them? <laughs> I swear they're shut,
1: aren't they?
2: They, they shut them off are shut for painting.
1: Well, I saw, I saw painted, drawn like, the short straw there. I haven't painted them. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, that paintbrush is never getting used again. Uh, They've yeah. painted like a black colour or something. I've seen. Uh, so I'm not sure if it's going to be the end of them, or there's going to be improvements being made to them, or, or what's going on with them. But uh, there's obviously things going on with the toilets in the Warwick. So uh, you know, we don't need to comment about it anymore. <laughs> Uh, you don't need, that's an idea we to don't be need fair, not, anymore none of them are
4: about the toilets in the Warwick we've we've moved on to other areas now thank yeah. God <laughs>
0: we're doing fine we're doing great
1: we're doing great but we might do a Football Manager sort of like series as well coming up in the next sort of couple of weeks so that'll be a lot of fun but uh, Max I'm really sorry because I've waffled on there mate and uh, you know it's your time of the show and I have to apologise because you know it's the one <laughs> time I just couldn't think of a rhyme It's Max's million pound idea. (laughs) Get in, lads, get in. Now, normally, this is the time of the show where we would dive into the news. But because we haven't really got a match report to talk about this week, gentlemen, I've came up with a little bit of a surprise for you. It's time for the return of a game that was legendary here last year on the Blue Army podcast. That's right, gentlemen. It's time for a game where you all get to work as a team. It's time for True Blue. Oh, not a blue. It's back, lads. It's just That's right. true blue. Or I'm not excited. A blue. Yeah. I've got no experience in this game. So this is nice. Max, this is the whole reason you signed up to be a part of the Blue Army podcast in case this game came back. (laughs) (laughs) But it is back, at least as a one off uh, for today. You know, we've got a few extra things to do on this episode because there isn't a match report. So we're going to play True Blue or Not a Blue. And uh, because we haven't played in a while and because Max has never played, I'm going to have to explain the rules. Uh, It's basically modeled off a game from uh, former Carlo United goalkeeper Mark Howard. Uh, He plays a game on his podcast called Goalie or Not a Goalie. He basically comes up with a fake name or a real name corresponding to a goalkeeper that plays somewhere in the world. And you all have to guess, basically, if it's true or false. So for us, it's a former Carlisle United player. uh, And the year is always a pretty tricky year, unfortunately. This year, it's the year that England won the World Cup. It's 1966. There's six names in front of you, gentlemen. And as I said, you can confer, but by all means, if you want to pull the trigger and shoot with confidence, go straight ahead. It's time to play the returning game, True Blue or Not-A-Blue. Here we go, gentlemen. The first name on the list is it a True Blue or Not-A-Blue from the 1966 squad, Ronnie Walton.
2: Um, That sounds like a kind of footballer from that sort of era, doesn't
1: it? (laughs) That's all we've got to go (laughs) on. That's pretty much all you get.
2: I think there was only once or twice when he named someone and we'd actually heard of him. Yeah. Um, it's just basically this. It's a
1: game.
2: <laughs> Are you disappointed, Max? <laughs> it's less trying to
3: remember and more trying to read what Liam's saying. Like, trying,
1: trying to... <laughs> does it sound confident saying the name? That's confident the name is. It's trying it to Does sound Liam. like?
3: A, it, I think
4: Wells is right. It does sound like? Yeah, a I, 60s, I, I, that, yeah,
3: like
4: 60s, man. I mean, we you got all about your your old school players, Liam.
3: well to be fair my old school player was from 1975 so he's gone another nine years before even my oh yeah that's true true. (laughs) at least we don't have to guess
2: who he is we just have to say if he's real yeah
1: that's true that's true but you're saying true blue on this first one one. I think we feel like it is yeah we're going true blue, and you're off to a great start, lads. Well Yay. done. One for one. Yeah, you've is. got six uh, t- to make your way through. So, one for one, five more to go. The next one on the list is a gentleman by the name of Hugh Neil. Mm,
3: that's fake. I'm, yeah. I'm convinced that's fake. Hugh Neil. Just...
2: That's two first for Hughie McElmoyle. Yeah, and, that's what that, I'm You know, that's, him. you know, his for Hugh. Oh, uh, yeah. What do you think, Max? Yeah. Kind of
3: more than one Hugh.
2: Yeah, no, you well, all united. for one.
1: Max's face looked a little bit, you know, screwed up. not necessarily <laughs> yeah. convinced, but uh, you're all saying it's you're not happy
2: with our, our cavalier just bounding and saying, Yeah, don't <laughs> bang."
1: Gentleman, Neil Q was a true blue, I'm afraid. Uh... He was a true blue, he's a part of the 1966 Cali United squad. We'll move on though, gentlemen, to uh, Frank Large, true blue Neil. or not a blue
4: that seems too weird to admit. <laughs> that is strange in it yeah
3: <laughs> he's not he's not real
4: was he a center back
2: <laughs> i mean it could have been like obscure players as well it's not even like he just goes through the first the stars few, of the yeah. 1966 yeah, no yeah one. it's like some
3: like, random youth player that's made one appearance <laughs> <in movies. laughs> could be he's not real surely he's not
1: real Frankie large yeah.
4: No. <laughs> no,
3: no,
1: no, no. Oh, Frankie Large isn't real. Well, I'm yeah. sorry to disappoint you, gentlemen, because he is a true blue, <laughs> Frankie Large. And they'd uh, be disappointed, or his grandson, or his sons, or his children would be disappointed to hear that one. He's... Yeah. The next one, though, gentlemen, Wilson Little.
3: He's got little and
1: large. confident
3: I want it to be real. I, want I it to so be I just so want it to be true, I mean, but it's noisy. It?
2: Yeah, we've been saying it's not true and it is true. And he's done this before
3: where he's. <laughs> yeah, uh, one week he just did all true. No, it's it, yeah. got to be not true. Yeah.
2: <laughs> little no. and large
4: strike partnership book yeah. no. top.
1: He said it can't be true. It can't, yeah, be, true. can't be, be true. There can't be Frank and Wilson Little. And you'd be correct. There isn't a Frank oh, Little. little. Bit <laughs> little. Well, he wasn't a true blue. Well done, lads. You do it. You know, you're two for four. It's not the best, but uh, you got a chance to save it. You still got two more to go. At least get fifty fifty. The next one, Terry Caldwell.
3: That sounds real. Yeah, um, I think that's fake. I, I think it's fake as well. I think oh. he's looked at Terry Bladder.
2: What <laughs> <All> the, <laughs> and, uh, he's just got, no, he's just
3: he's just he's just heard Terry. I don't think Terry is a sixties kind of name.
2: What do you mean Terry's not a sixties kind of name? It sounds very sixties. <laughs> hey,
0: if you if you if you want
3: to go with Terry, that's fine, man, But I'm in
2: my thoughts. Well, Max,
1: casting vote for Max.
4: No, I don't think it's real. I think he's kind of tried to think of a sixties
1: name and uh... come up with. All right, lads. So not... You're saying you're going to have to say two to two to two to one vote, yeah. but you're saying not a blue. Okay. He was a true blue, I'm afraid. <laughs> well, I'm <and> <laughs> <laughs> Terry's a sixties name. Oh. The last one though, gentlemen, for you to at least get fifty percent record in this uh one off special edition of True Blue or not a blue. Barry Boulderstone Well it was Chris Boulderstone
3: Yeah, I think he's trying to trick us there. Did he have like a brother who's but no, because he was like Well no, because Balderstone was, was a lot further along than the sixties, wasn't he?
2: Like, yeah, yeah. a boulder stone was the <laughs> was the cricketer so like he he didn't like living Carlisle or anything because he was like a cricketer did he play like less yeah I don't know it could have I know i say no no I don't
1: yeah, no I'm going to say saying, uh, no yeah we're no. saying not a blue for three out of six we're saying not a blue 50% record yeah. it's not a bad game You've done well, gentlemen. He's not a blue. Barry Ballstone <laughs> okay. was a red herring. That's right. You've managed to guide your way through to, you know, three out of six. It's not bad. It's always a fun game to play. True blue or not a blue. And uh, we pulled it out of the bag here because we haven't really got a football match to talk about. But as I dive into the news, of course, we do have to mention, unfortunately, Carlay United's 5-1 loss that happened to Reading. We haven't had an opportunity to talk about it here on the podcast, gentlemen. It was, uh, you know, it was rough. It was really rough going. It was it was a difficult watch. Um, but you know, Carlisle United for me, they did show little sparks here and there. But like, this is the consistency of not being able to 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 convert in the final third. Paul Simpson has came out and said that he is going to stick with his plans going forward. Now after that five one defeat, it's not much you can do. Yeah, true. After that five-one defeat to Reading, uh, obviously moving Josh Emmanuel back to right back, making certain changes in that match. Max, do you what do you want to see going into Blackpool on Saturday? Do you want to see any changes? Do you want to see Paul Simpson stick to his word? Like, what do you expect to see?
3: Um,
4: well, the situation we're in at the minute is the the factor that he can't really change much. Like, if even if he wanted to, because you know the squad's not very big at the minute. Um, obviously, injuries have, um, you know, been a massive balek for us this season. So, to be fair, the the only thing I'd want to see is a bit of effort from the from the players. And you know, they, they've shown that they can do it before. You know, we've we haven't we haven't been hammered in a game like all season until until Reading. And You could say it was probably you know it was probably coming, but. Um, against Blackpool we're going to be taking like a really loud you know crowd um, so yeah I, don't, I just think they should try and use that energy and you know hopefully pick up some points but it's a tricky tricky period for us at the minute
1: now today is obviously Monday, the day that we're recording. Um, you'd expect potentially to see a sign-in over the course of this week. There's heavy rumours that Mark Gillespie might be on his way in that goalkeeping position. And Liam, if that if that rumour is true, are you excited by that rumour? Would you expect him to go straight into the starting lineup?
3: Well, I don't think it is true, but um, but if it, if it is true in some miracle world, um, I yeah, he's bound to go straight into the starting lineup, isn't he? I mean. Where's he at? Newcastle now at the minute, um, and 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 they've just had some goalkeeping disasters with Nick Pope being injured for a long time. So, yeah, I'd I'd I i do not i do not think it'll happen. But if it does, he'd be one of the best keepers in the league. I think, even though he hasn't played in like a couple of years.
1: Now signings on a whole will uh, the impact yeah. of them potentially in the very near future uh, where do you feel like kala united's problems you know in the immediate future really land and where would you like to see potentially improved going into saturday
2: um well, i think the obvious one is up front uh, but either if we're talking about somewhere you know someone up front or someone in midfield which i think we could also do with then I think it needs to be someone with a bit of experience at this level. Not experience as in an older experienced player. Um it could be a player who's kind of like in his prime with some experience at this level. You know, some recent experience, I should add, at this level. I I don't know whether we'd get such a player on a three, probably have to wait till January for that though. But you know, then you've kind of got the more experienced players, like when we got Huntington. We just need a bit more experience, really.
1: Yeah, I'll throw that out to to Max and Liam. Would you like to see you know, uh, any loan signings coming in in January, or does it have to be free agent market, immediate future? You know, where, where do you see these transfers coming from uh, over the next couple of weeks?
3: Free agents. It's, well, it's, if if the next few weeks it's bound to be free agents, isn't it? And what position um, do you
1: want to see them come in? Sorry.
3: Well, I think I think. Everyone would like to see a striker come in. I think the uh, one that will definitely happen is a goalkeeper. Like whether it is Marcus Fio, this geezer coming in from Scotland that people seem to think it is. Uh, that'll be that. That one will happen. Um, regardless, but I think the one people want to see is maybe a midfielder with Callum Guy being injured. But strikers where everyone wants it, isn't it really? But at the same time, who are you going to get in this market at the minute? Just before January on a free agent, you know, there's not that many options available.
1: So you're talking about January and you're talking about transfers ins, but Max, what about transfers outs in terms of, uh, you know, Owen Moxon still not signing his contract, you know, with that Callum guy injury and also that Moxon transfer hanging over our heads. You'd, you'd want to see a midfielder potentially come in uh, to Brunton Park, but what kind of midfielder do you want to see?
4: Um, so, yeah, if Moxon hasn't signed by January, I'll just stop playing him to be to be fair. Yeah. Um, just get him out of the starting eleven, and then maybe bring in a couple of um, centre mids with, obviously, League One experience. Um, you know, someone who can take a, a decent set piece. Um, basically try and fill the gap that Moxon will leave because, you know, he hasn't been brilliant this season. And, um, yeah, I think if, we, if he hasn't signed by January, I'd rather just not play him at all. Um, but yeah, like like Liam said, it's like we definitely need strikers. Um so it it might come to obviously they've been given this budget and it might come down to they can they can get a, a good striker for the level, but they might have to sacrifice other positions just to be able to sort of afford it. Um But yeah, bring in a couple of centre mids if Moxon hasn't signed by January, <laughs> stop playing him. Now, uh,
1: now talking about potentials and transfers and potential links and and potentials ways of, of of trying to recruit and bring in players. We obviously know that the huge takeover has gone through and the Pataik families are now uh, the majority shareholders at Carlisle United and it's going to have an immediate impact Uh, according to reports in the States anyway. uh, It's been reported by a Florida-based newspaper that the Pataiks have obviously taken over here at Carlisle United and they have links uh, with not only uh, the Kahn family who are also Florida-based, Jacksonville based, they own Fulham FC down in London but also bill foley who is the new bournemouth owner a very recent uh new bournemouth owner he is a very uh he's a local businessman down there in florida and apparently these three families have very much been you know that dynasty of florida uh the sort of like rich people that live in the everglades of jacksonville and these huge sort of like mansiony kind of places and you know we, we might be in for those kind of uh not you know, no, lucky transfers, you know, we might be in for that Hail Mary, we might be able to get that youth prospect that you no, know, otherwise we might not potentially be able to get. So uh, the prospect of that is very juicy. Something else the Pataics have also done is appoint Andrew Jenkins, an honorary title of, um, forgive me if I screw this up, Chairman Epparatus. Uh, not sure uh, how to That's say enough. it. Never heard it said <laughs> out loud. Yeah, her. <laughs> but uh, it's an honorary title. And uh, as I was reading over the notes of this news story, uh, it came to my attention that Andrew Jenkins has been a director with Carl United since 1959, the youngest director in Carl United. It's- History, even still to this day, regardless of uh, you know Tom Junior and uh, the rest of the players coming into the club, he still holds that record. And uh, you know it's a great honour for him. And uh, through the 2017, two thousand and seventeen, eighteen, he'd years, be
3: class a true blue or not a blue, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. Oh God,
1: yeah. <laughs> he'd be he'd a be great guy to get on a true blue or not a blue. Yeah. He'd be that the guy. Call Jenkins. That should be like a lifeline. I'll call Jenky, <laughs>
2: I'll give Jenky a bell. All right, Andy.
1: <laughs> oh I am. I remember him. What do you think? Of, what, do you think of, what do you think of this one, Ryan Ryan Balderstone <laughs> Uh, but no it's an honorary title and uh, it was obviously honoured and uh, I'll move away from uh, the sort of takeover news the backstage kind of news and move on to uh, something a bit more pitch related which is that the quarterfinals for the Cumberland Cup have been announced and Carlisle United's opponents are Penrith Uh, they'll travel to Penrith as well as a part of that Cumberland Cup tie which has to be played before the 10th of January uh, but no date has been decided upon yet and uh, finally in Carlisle United related news uh, I'm going to go back Back to the Bataik family's instant impact on Carlisle United and the fact that their customer service has been, um, you know complimented by a lot of Carlo United fans this week or today rather many many tickets have been made available for not only the Fleetwood match but also the Wigan match away and uh, you know Carlo United fans have been complimenting the fact that it's been really easy to use the online system and get hold of those tickets easier than it ever has been before and it's been said that the Pataics have basically you know rewired the servers got like a better system that can deal with these kind of things and uh, yeah that's the reason why so an immediate impact there and Uh, you know, fantastic reviews from the Carlisle United supporters. Gentlemen, that is the Carlisle United related news for this week on the Blue Army podcast. And before we move on to the game with the longest name, it's time to hear a quick word from a few of our sponsors. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. gentlemen it's time to play (laughs) the game with the longest name that's right gentlemen it's time to play the blue army podcasts higher or lower which also includes one equal now which is related to the overall rating of a certain Carlisle united squad on a year of fifa and this time it's FIFA 18! 18 this week, gentlemen. That's right, it's FIFA 18. Last week, you know, you you absolutely smashed it in one episode. And uh, I was sweating so much that I thought (laughs) I was going to have to bring back True Blue or Not a Blue permanently. (laughs) Uh, But we don't have to worry about that, gentlemen, because we've still got Plenty of years of FIFA 18 to go. Now, maybe, maybe, just maybe, you know, I've put a little bit more thought into this one. And it might be a little bit more difficult for you. But, you know, if you're good at the game like you were last week, you'll be able to navigate your way through just as easily as you could do before. Now, if you couldn't guess from the title, from the listeners, the way that we play the game... Is basically, it's a game of higher or lower, which is related to their overall rating on a certain year of FIFA. This year, it's FIFA 18. And we're going to kick things off with Kelvin Who Now, before we kick things off with Kelvin who we have to decide who gets to go first, second or third. And as I, you know, as we all wait with bated breath to see what I come up with on the spot this week, I'm going to ask you for your favourite Holiday destination. That's right. Will you very recently gone on holiday? So is Max. Yeah. So uh, yeah. What's your what's your what's your favorite holiday destination, Will?
2: Um, uh, I'm gonna go with Portugal because it was that's where it was most recent.
1: Um, very nice bit, bit of Portugal. Like it. I got yeah. fond memories of Portugal from the from the Euros way back 2012. I think it was good. Nice yeah. memories, uh, Max. What have you got?
4: Uh, I'm going to go with uh, somewhere where I wasn't recently, but I've been twice. Amsterdam.
1: Oh.
3: Hello, Max has won.
2: Oh. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <you> <laughs>
3: I'm going to go Greece, but I can't be answered, I nothing.
1: Okay, well, I feel like it's it, you know it's going to go Max, Will and Liam, and it doesn't need any more explanation than that. <laughs> uh, we'll move on uh, to the game. <laughs> Obviously, Max, you're going first. Will, you're going second. Uh, Liam, you're going last. Uh, we're going to play until there's only one person standing, and that's where the game will stop. Uh, so, yeah, you've got two lives, basically, and uh, Max, you're going first. Kelvin, a two, who is the first overall rating? He's got an overall rating Oh, sixty-one. 61, the next person on the list is Sean Miller. Um,
4: yeah, I think Sean Miller was, oh, could be an equal, couldn't it? Um,
2: oh, would you throw an equal at us that early? Oh, I don't, don't know. know. You that yeah, much. Was... <laughs> I think might.
4: <he> <laughs> I think Sean Miller, no, I think he was, I think he was higher. I'm going to say higher.
1: Gonna say higher for Sean Miller. You know, you thought you might have jumped over an equal there, but you've uh, you've managed to avoid it, mate. Well done. Yeah, uh, we haven't found that equal just yet, and uh, we're going to move on to Will. So we're going to go yeah. from Sean Miller. Is uh, is Gary Little higher or lower than Sean Miller?
2: Oh, that's a tough one because um, he had a bit more experience and he had. i uh, You know what? I'm going to go equal.
1: Ooh, Ooh, it's a bold shout to go (laughs) equal very early on in the game. And it hasn't pulled off this Ah. time, I'm afraid, (laughs) Wills. You are out, unfortunately. (laughs) Liam, we're going to move on to you. We're going to go from Gary Little to Tom Parks. Is Tom Parks higher, lower, or as Will said, equal to Gary Little?
3: The game after this, they were equal. So I'm going to try and say equal again, even though it'll probably bite me in the backside.
1: We're going for equal after equal to try and eliminate the (laughs) equal. And Liam, you'd be correct, mate. Well done. You managed to survive the equal of the FIFA 18 squad. Now we're going to have to jump straight back to Max as Wills has been eliminated. So from Tom Parks... So Hallam Hope. Is Hallam Hope higher or lower than Tom Parks and FIFA 18? So Gary
4: Little was equal with Tom Parks. And um, Hallam Hope. I'm going to say lower.
1: Got to right? say lower from Tom Parks to Hallam Hope. You'd be correct, Max. Well done. You're going to get to move on. Liam, it's your opportunity next, though, from Hallam Hope. Was Richie Bennett higher or lower than Hallam Hope?
3: Richie Bennett was lower.
1: <laughs> Very confident there, from Liam. I Did hope he was
3: lower. For uh... you are correct, <laughs> mate. Well done.
1: You've won that one. Richie Bennett was lower than Hallam Hope. Right back to Max with Tom Miller. Can you guys get a run of form going?
4: Um. Oh. <sighs> Richie Bennett. I don't even remember him.
3: There's a um, reason for that. He's ooh, ooh. Well, I'm going to bring in that yellow card system one day. <laughs> um, that wasn't I'll a clue. Go, I was just slating Richie
1: Bennett. I'll go lower. Are you going to say that Tom Miller was lower than Richie Bennett? Unfortunately, gentlemen, this is where things come to an end uh, this week on FIFA uh, Higher or Lower. Apologies. It's it's uh, you know you know compared to last week not the best of results but compared to overall games of FIFA higher or lower it's a very commendable effort gentlemen you've done you've done just fine you've got yourselves a quarter of the way through the squad and we'll pick up things next week with Tom Miller gentlemen it's always a pleasure to play the game with the longest name that's right this was the blue army podcasts FIFA, higher or lower, related to their overall rating on a certain year of FIFA, which also includes one equal now. And this time it was the turn of for eighty. That's right, gentlemen. I can see the disappointment across everybody's face. <laughs> Don't worry, but we're going to move on very quickly. Now, last week, gentlemen, we did actually give our predictions for the Blackpool game because, you know, we all knew the game against Barnsley was going to be postponed. Uh, so, uh, yeah, you know, as anything, though... Changed your opinion since that five-one result against Reading. Uh, I'd like to ask you to do basically your predictions again based off of that uh, result and see if they've changed at all. Uh, we'll go with Liam. We'll go with you first, mate. Uh, what do you think the result against Blackpool is going to be? And uh, do you remember last week's prediction?
3: No, I don't remember last week. I don't week's think any of as well. No, but <laughs> I'm going to say I'm going to say two-one to Carlisle.
1: Two one to Carlisle, yeah. It'd be nice. It'd be very nice, Max.
4: Um, I'm gonna say four two to Carlisle.
1: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like you went for a big score, and I went for a big score last week. Uh, Will, I think I said three one, yeah. Yeah, I think you. Yeah, I think it was something like that. Still, the two goals though. Still, the two goals between mm. the teams, and uh, you know, one more goal. Uh, I don't know whether they're all going to come from though. But Will, where do you, what do you think the result's going to be?
2: I'm going to go two 0 to Carlisle.
1: Two nil to Carlisle, keeping a clean sheet. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's uh, it's been difficult to do of late, evidently. <laughs> but uh, you know, we you never know how things are going to go. I'm going to go with a confident performance for Carlisle. I'm going to go with Max's last prediction. I'm going to go with three one. Uh, to Carlisle, and uh, yeah, I mean we've all gone at least for a victory, and there's going to be a big away uh, following going to Blackpool, and uh, you know Liam, you're going to be a part of that, so we're all looking forward to hearing your review uh, next week here on the Blue Army Podcast. Now, gentlemen, there isn't really yeah. a whole lot left to do apart from start playing everybody's <laughs> favourite player. Yeah? in the player. That's right. Guessing yeah. play, yeah. well, we'll guess the playing. Yeah. It would go off, man. Guess we need to do, do this live. Yeah. It would just go off. It'd be great. We'll It'd be so play, much yeah. fun. And talking about seeing us live, you can see us at Bath thirty-two die, yeah. every Tuesday. I'm joking. <laughs> no, I'm not joking. <laughs> <laughs> And you can legitimately see us at Bath <laughs> at the moment. Anyway, uh, but lads, we're going to play Guessing the Player. Uh, last week, though, uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to clear things up. There was a bit of controversy uh, towards the end of last week's episode uh, where, where, where Liam uh, felt like he'd been betrayed. Uh, but I felt like I was betrayed by Wikipedia. You uh, just didn't make it properly...
3: <laughs> yeah, opinion <Wikipedia> was right.
1: <laughs> the overall, the overall uh, ruling fell to the Blue Army Podcasts uh, official guest the player adjudication board, and uh, the the statement is as follows. Following the ruling from last week's game of Guessing the Player, where Max was successful in gaining two-point victory uh, by guessing the correct answer in the second round, we've decided to stand with the decision of the clue (laughs) guide and the points will overall stand within the competition, therefore leaving (laughs) Max uh, two (laughs) points richer in the Guessing the Player table. And uh, if there's any... Uh, any criticism to be made of the Blue Army Podcast Adjudication (laughs) Officiation Board. (laughs) (laughs) And that might result in some point deductions in the very near future. So we will leave things there unless anybody wants to make a statement. (laughs) No, I'm fine. No no comment. (laughs) (laughs) And we'll, uh, we'll move on because this week's fixture is myself who sits very rock bottom at the bottom of the table against Max. Will, you yeah. are the clue guide this week. So, uh, you know, Liam, just, just take a seat, you know, uh, and relax because, uh, you know, you haven't got much to worry about. You're sitting pretty on top of the table, but maybe you do have something to worry about because That's it's... Good uh, to say, I
3: think Max can overtake me, can't he? Max can
1: <laughs> overtake you this week and uh, at least equal you this week. He's only one point behind you at the moment. Now, I'm desperate to get myself uh, some points on the board. Max, you were the home team Last week here on the Blue Army podcast, but because of the way that our fixtures have worked their way out, you're also the home team this week on the Blue Army podcast. So you've got home team advantage. You're chasing down the top of the table. How do you feel going into this game?
4: Yeah, I feel pretty confident. I'm. Um, I support the ruling that you know the board arrived arrived on. So, <laughs> and I'm I'm buzzing for. I'm buzzing for another fixture yeah, to cool. go.
1: Now I don't feel like there's there's any there's any expectations on my shoulders anymore. But I'm gonna do my best. <laughs> I'm gonna give it the uh, the old Rocky uh, experience, and uh, yeah, you know I'm gonna enjoy myself uh, in every single game this season, and uh, this is gonna be no different for me. Will, we're gonna hand over to you. You're the clue guide this week, and uh, let's see how things go. Max, you're the home team, and you'll get to guess first.
2: Okay, go. So, this player was signed in the summer of 2015 and featured in the first 13 games for Carlisle, starting three in the league and two in the League Cup. He scored a goal from range against Dagenham and Redbridge at Brunton Park and started in Carlisle's League league Cup second round win over QPR, but then fell out of favour, starting only one further game in the 2-0 defeat to Bristol Rovers, after which he only appeared as an unused substitute on a couple of occasions, and was released at the end of the season. Was that one Wow, quote?
4: That's wow. quite a lot of clues there. It doesn't
2: look as long when I write it down. I was like, I'll write a little <laughs> bit about his season with us.
4: Let's try and think back to 2015. I think that's. I think I had a season ticket then. Um, it's tricky. I was thinking like David Amu, but I think he was a... I think he sort of played a bit, bit more than that. Um, I'm just going to have a guess and say, um, God. Oh, I don't know. Try Archibald Henville.
2: That is incorrect. Uh, Liam, <laughs> <goes> over. <laughs>
1: um, so the only thing, the only thing I've got in my mind is, I know the year that your favorite player signed.
2: My favorite player,
1: yeah. And so, like, I, 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 and it's the same year. And because you said goal scorers, I'm gonna say, is it Jabbo?
2: It's not Jabbo. Ah. Okay. Secondly, since leaving Carlisle, he's established himself at several non-league clubs as a reasonable goal scorer. Scored twelve goals in the 2021 season for Dagenham and Redbridge. It's currently at Bordenwood.
4: I think I might know who it is actually. Go on. Is it Angelo Balanta?
1: Yes. Get <laughs> in! Ah, I would never have got that. <laughs> Get in!
3: Nah.
1: I wouldn't have got that. Uh, uh...
4: It's just because when you mentioned non-league clubs, I remember him. Um. Yeah, I think I've seen, like, I, I knew he went to sort of National League and so.
2: Yeah, pops up on the Sky Sports video printer quite regularly now. He scores a few down there.
4: Yeah, I just remember him because he was like, <laughs> he sounded like dead sort of exotic when he came uh, in. I it going to be <laughs> yeah.
2: He scored a really good goal as well, and it's like, I think that was only two or three games into the season, so, you know, it was kind of made him look like he was going to be a really big player for us, but it just Proper faded
1: out. I it the Jimmy uh-huh. of like four or five years ago. No, no, like <laughs> seven, eight years ago. Yeah, but no, um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have got that in a million years, mate. No, I don't think so. Uh... Anyway, um, I think I was probably. I was going to
2: mention he was Colombian in the third clue.
1: That would have
4: been it. Yeah, <laughs> we've only had one Colombian player ever. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, no, that's It's, it's uh, you know well done, Max. You're top of the league now, mate. Going into next week's fixture, which uh, you know it's unfortunate for Liam because he's not going to get to chase it next week. He is the clue guide uh, next week in a fixture between myself and Wills. Uh, so, uh, you know, that's going to be a fun one next week. So don't forget to uh, download, like, subscribe, do all those things. You can stay uh, up to date with everything that's happening here on the Blue Army podcast. As always, gentlemen, it's an absolute pleasure to be joined by the Cumbrian Brain Trust. And uh, there isn't really anything else left to do apart from saying bye for now. Bye for, bye for now. See you. Yeah.